Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And let's be heard. The final gun has sounded. Now it's your turn to hear and be heard. The Huskers are headed to the locker room. And we're ready to give you all the post-game info and opinion. It's Big Red Overreaction. The first live post-game show featuring the most important voice of all. You, the Husker fan. Big Red Overreaction is sponsored by Coors Light. Keeping Nebraska chill. And by Equitable Bank. Also by Burton. When your plumbing's hurting, just call Burton. Get on the line. Now at 402-951-1620 and sound off on Big Red Overreaction, live on 1620 The Zone and 1019 The Keg. Welcome in, Big Red Overreaction here on 1620 The Zone, 1620thezone.com, the 1620 The Zone app, 1620 The Zone TV, uh, you know, all the good stuff. We will uh, be on 101.9 The Cake shortly. Nebraska falls to 3-8 and eight on the season, 15-14 to 14 to Wisconsin as the game goes final. Alongside Robbie Lula, I am Josh Peterson. We appreciate you joining us on this Saturday afternoon. Uh, it, one of those games, Ravi, I think we we all sadly kind of expected it to happen as the game winded down. Uh, the worst part, I think, was just the the knowledge of, okay, well, Wisconsin's getting it back. How How is this going to, or how will the pain happen this time? And sure enough, Nebraska loses a uh, late touchdown, a sneak, a two-yard sneak from Graham Mertz gives Wisconsin the lead, 15-14, to 14, and uh, Wisconsin gets the victory. They move to 6-5 and five on the year, and as I said, Nebraska falls to 3-8. and eight. Yeah, I mean, the just feeling of inevitability with the whole thing, even when you go up 14-3, um, Nebraska just really couldn't do anything offensively in the second half. The defense, I mean... They only gave up 15 points for the whole game. That should be a game that you can win. Yeah, I thought the defense played really well. I thought they did a really good job with Braylon Allen, um, who ended up getting hurt and not being in the game. But even when he was in there, they they really held him under control. I thought for the most part, they did a really good job on the the running game in general. Um, But at a certain point, the offense has to help you out a little bit. Yep, They have to be able to stay on the field and give you some time. They have to be able to... Score. I mean, they, you got to be able to score enough to to win a game. I, I just don't understand. I mean, I, I understand it. This is a team that <laughs> yeah. that is is horrible at executing. They're bad up front. The play calling is does not do themselves any favor considering where their strengths and weaknesses are. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we dramatically overrated what Anthony Grant was when he was running wild yes. against bad teams. Yes, we did. Um, you know, there's a lot. I get there's not a ton of room out there, but he also doesn't do himself any favors, um, which you know probably lends itself to Mark Whipple not wanting to call a lot of run plays. There's just so many broken things on this team. I don't know how you can look at it and say, and, and they probably won't now that you know that if they had won this game against Wisconsin, I anticipated hearing a revival of the higher Mickey chance. 
Um, I don't anticipate we will now, but I just don't know how you can look at this team and not say, yeah, we need to start fresh. Bigger and Overreaction brought to you by Equitable Bank. We take banking personally. Also brought to you by our friends at Coors Light. Keeping Nebraska chill, and this edition of Bigger and Overreaction also brought to you by Burton. When your plumbing's hurting, just call Burton. Of course, the phones are open for you right now at 402-951-1620. You can give us a call. You can text us like Alex and Lincoln does. Says, Josh, will we ever be good? Uh, sadly, that is the question I think a lot of us are asking about Nebraska football right now. You can also find us on the JTEC Construction Zone Twitter feed. Brandon texts in Ravi and says, what did I just watch? What did I just watch? We'll see if we can unpack that as the show goes along, and I think Jeff puts it pretty succinctly. Can't even beat the worst Wisconsin team in 10 years. Just pathetic all around. Yet yeah, what you just said there at the very end I think is going to be the kind of takeaway, Robbie, that I have from this one. Um, you know, Mickey Joseph, his candidacy. I think we all agree that it you know, probably died, or at least it should have died within the last couple of weeks. But the, the mismanagement of things, the thing that I am, I guess, still puzzled by, and look, Nebraska's offense was so bad, and so I'm probably just you know, yelling at, at something that doesn't need to be yelled at at this moment in time. But at the end of the game, uh, Wisconsin, they pick up that first down to set yeah. up first and goal. Nebraska doesn't call a timeout, so Wisconsin's able to chew off another 30 seconds-ish, I believe. Yeah. And, you know, Nebraska gets the ball back with about a half minute. They, they could have had more. The play calling on that drive was also suspect. It was it was another mismanaged football games, and sadly, we've seen a whole lot of those uh, I mean, really, for a long time, but we've seen a lot of them, especially over the last month. Yeah, this is just not a team that that is well managed. I don't think this is a team that's terribly well coached um, on the offensive side of the ball. At least I think the defense is well coached. I think Bill Bush has done a really nice job. He's done a really good job. Um, they're dramatically better than they were at the start of the season. Um, honestly, with the exception, I don't really even hold Michigan against them because I thought they held up pretty well. Yeah, me too. Um, and then it just kind of the dam broke eventually. But with the exception of the Purdue game, in which again the offense did them no favors, mm-hmm. I I really thought Bill Bush's unit has played incredibly well. Um, but this is a really poorly managed football team. Yep. It doesn't seem like Mark Whipple has any idea. And listen, I I get that there's a lot of flaws in the offensive line and in a lot of your skill position players. But it seems like he has no idea how to call a game that lends into the strengths of the team, which in this case is the defense. It just really feels like. No, there's no synergy or congruency to trying to put together a whole game plan. Yep. Seems like the defense has their game plan and the offense has their game plan and they're totally incongruent. Yep. And it's. And the offensive game plan seems to be random within the game itself. Like Joel pointed this out. This was after the. Third and one, or what? What was it? What was the the yardage on the on the third down play? Was it third Which and one? one at the very end, the the drive before Wisconsin scored when they threw the ball? What was that? Maybe it wasn't third and one. It was third and short ish, maybe yeah, four or five. Third and four, I think. Yeah, because Joel says terrible play call and inconsistent with the game you called at that point. If you won't go for fourth and one at fifty and quarter two, then you cannot throw on third down with the lead. It's funny, and by the way, we're waiting for Mickey Joseph. We'll have his press conference momentarily. I did not actually hate the play call to throw. It. And in the end, Ravi, oddly enough, the time that they saved by the pass being incomplete actually kind of helped because it gave them an extra half minute towards the very end. I'm okay with the throw in that. You know, I like the risk. The risk reward, I think, is is certainly high on, on both sides. But 
I don't understand why you would do a, a throw that far down the field, just so low, low probability at that point in time. I didn't understand it. By the way, Michigan just stopped uh, Illinois on third and long. Actually, uh, they're going to have about a little over two minutes left by the time this thing. They get the football. They back, get the yeah. ball back. And and TCU, an insane comeback for TCU. I mean, when they almost blew it with their game management too. Yeah, yeah. you want to talk about oh, it? Uh, t- yeah, uh, that well, was horrifying. But no, to your point. Yeah, the the play calling even within the game itself didn't make any sense. The the cho- I I don't have a problem with throwing it on third and four there, but you've had a lot of plays with either Chancellor Brewington or Travis Vokalek, plays that make sense um in terms of short tight end passes, yeah. something short that makes sense to Trey Palmer and they're like, no, let's throw it into double coverage about 25 yards down the sideline. That that seems like a good play call here. That's just a low, especially into the win, the way you've been fighting against it in the fourth quarter there, just an incredibly low probability play call there. Yeah. And I just, I don't understand any of it. And I don't think it's because, you know, I'm, I'm not smart enough to understand it or I don't understand the, the finer points of football. I think they have no idea what they're doing at this point. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Walter points out time of possession, Wisconsin 36-56, Nebraska 23-04. Rushing yards, Wisconsin 253, Nebraska 65. And so many of those rushing yards came in the second half for Wisconsin. 402-951-1620, uh, 877-951-1620. We are still awaiting Mickey Joseph. We will get to him momentarily. But right now, let us go to the phones and welcome in the first caller of the afternoon in an upset it is not bob it is nick nick what's going on what's up fellas how we doing all right how are you oh i don't know why i care so much (laughs) yeah uh just just frustrating and you know defensively you know yes they've been better um but i i I still cornerbacks still don't turn around and look for the ball they you know they get beat uh, offensively, play calling was yeah, it was just it was stupid to me near near yep. the end. You know, third and seven, that final drive, and you take a a thirty yard shot down the field. Do you know screen pass, run the ball, do something. Yeah. Uh, and then lastly, and I just there's there's no hope. You know, can't wait for seven days from now. Uh, we'll be done with the season and hopefully announcing a new head coach who has some experience uh, in Power 5. Uh, only thing I can hope for at this point. And other than that, we're you know, off to the offseason. Thanks, guys. Love the show. Thanks for the call, Nick, at 402 951 It's brutal. It's too many times over the last handful of uh, years, for, for a while now, really, Ravi, we have had – Wow, Michigan just got stopped on third and three, and so it's going to be fourth down in their midfield. And they have to go. I and mean, they have yeah, to go for they're it. They're out of timeouts. There's a minute and a half, under a minute and a half left. Down by a point. They've got to go here. This is the game right here for Michigan. But uh, also Vanderbilt beat Florida. Yikes. Incredible. Uh, uh, the the Too often around here, I have heard that sentiment that we just had from Nick, and that is, like, I can't wait for the season to end. I can't wait to not have to watch this team anymore. And that, of course, is not what you want to hear uh, you know, week after week after week, or season after season after season, and sadly, that is what has happened around here way too much. Four zero two nine five one sixteen twenty is the phone number. Michigan's going for it. Obviously, they convert they got it. it. Oh. They convert it, so they're inside the Illinois forty. Under a minute left, fifty three seconds left. We'll continue to keep an eye on that. Also, we await the Mickey Joseph press conference. Mart's emails in, uh, or excuse me, Mark emails in. Uh, I hate this team. 
They just find ways to lose again and again and again. You cannot keep Mickey. I don't care what a great guy he is. End this mess now and hire a proven coach to clean it up. Ugh. Also, how about this, Ravi? Our friend Stumanji points out Nebraska only trailed for 35 seconds in that game. Yeah, it was the wrong 35 seconds. It was indeed. It was the last 35 seconds. Uh, Michigan just drew a pass interference inside of the 20-yard line, so they'll get into field goal range. Michigan down by a point, trying to keep their undefeated season alive. Back to the phones we go as we continue to await Mickey Joseph. Scott's up next here on Big Red Overreaction. Scott, good afternoon. Hi, guys. I just wanted to bring up something that happened on the TV broadcast. Uh, so it was after the targeting cause as the rough, roughing the passer penalty on Casey Thompson. It was mm-hmm. Robert Griffin that said, what what a great acting job by Casey Thompson. Listen, our offensive line has been so bad, he's been getting hit all season. So get the heck out of here with calling Casey an actor. <laughs> okay. Anything else, Scott? No, that's, that's all I wanted to all right. say. Cool. Yes. Thanks for the call. I, I thought that that was a, uh, a good call. By the way, Mickey has arrived. We're still waiting for the video to show up. Uh, it's available. All right, Chance, we got it? All right, let's go to Mickey Joseph live in Lincoln. Coach, I know you haven't seen the film yet, but your impressions of the running game or lack thereof today? Yes, it, it just hadn't been there. just hadn't been there. Um, we've been having trouble with it. It's been, it's been week in and week out. You know, we got to play with the guys that we have. We can't, we can't trade them. You know, but so we gotta, we gotta figure that out. That's something that we have to figure out. Did, did you guys choose to, to go? Uh, did you guys have the choice for the win there in the second half? Well, in the second half, we didn't want to give them the ball and the wind. How tricky was that win? Just to manage the game flow and knowing when you'd have it one way and then have it the other way going against you? I don't think the effect is the throws. I thought it was the kicking game that affected. So we just, you know, with Brian, we say, hey, you got to hit this one. And um, he caught a line drive on one of them. The wind caught it and it caught a line drive. So it was basically the kicking game that the wind gave us trouble, you know, throwing it. I thought it was okay. That field position that you had on your last offensive drive before the final minute on, on the fair catch at the, at the 10 or the 11 there, would you like to see him? Run with that one, or yeah, it's 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 safe. So it's safe. We don't have a return set up with with safe because you're trying to make sure that they don't hit us with a fake. So it's safe. He did what he's doing and what he's coached to do. Mickey, how would you assess the the defense today? Um, you know, they played 70 snaps. Just their performance and how it finished, I guess. Well, I mean, that's that's a, that's a lot of snaps when when the team's running the ball at you because eventually it'll start leaning on you and that's when you got to play complimentary football we got to we got to get all three faces to go but we got to we got to keep the ball on offense to give them a to give them a chance so that's not just on them that's that's on the entire um scheme of things Mickey, what did you say to casey today well i thought casey went out and he hadn't practiced you know in a while and i, I thought you know he came out a little rusty the first play i think he opened up the wrong way but i thought that's the game went along he settled down a little bit he was a little antsy at times, but you know, I thought he he made some good throws. I thought you know, just any quarterback, you're gonna miss some. But I thought he 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 saw it better than um, I thought he was gonna see it today. Any um, updates on Buford? Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Um, well, he's seeing the doctor. We, we'll know more tomorrow. We'll know more tomorrow. No, they said it was ugly though, so I didn't see what happened. You, you again got pretty big contributions from 
couple of true freshmen on defense, Malcolm and Ernest. What do you think about their their future and the way they play against that opponent in these in this this kind of environment? Well, I, I you know those kids play hard. Those kids are two really good football players, you know, and you know you you got to make sure we sit down with them, you know, sit down with them at the at the end of the season and see see what see what they're thinking. But um, I just two good kids though, so they'll be back to come back next year to get better. Coach, I mean, talk a little bit about the senior group. I mean, you touched on it, but since you've known, I mean, there's been a lot that have gone through coaching changes, COVID, and ILD came a deal. I mean. Talk a little bit about the group since you've known them. Well, just a, a, a great group of guys, great character kids, just just great, great, great players, you know. And um, they hadn't they hadn't gotten um, the wins that they wanted, you know. But they they come in this building every day, never negative, always positive, and they come in here to work. And that's that's what you appreciate from them. And if if that's the type of team that you want, you want a high character team that no matter what they're going to come in here and give you work. But I take my hat off to them. And we're going to miss them. Coaches, the first full game with Whipple up in the, the box. How do you think the communication was? Oh, I thought we we have some veteran coaches down there with with Donnie Applewhite, Beck. You know, so we have some in cast. We have some veteran coaches. So that was in their first rodeo of being with the coordinator in the box. But I thought it went good. Not not, not going to be fixed overnight. But the offensive line. Like what, what do you think needs to just kind of transform there, so that you know your running backs aren't getting hit for years behind behind line of scrimmage. Well, we, you know, we got to get some depth. We got we got to put some competition up there, and you know you heard me say be, say before we we got to get a competitive roster, and and um, you you got to get some depth up there. You got to you got to have 16 to 17 guys that's on scholarship to get some depth. To, to, you know to get them going because you know they rotate defensive linemen. You got to be able to rotate those kids. But you know what those kids come out here every 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 practice and they practice hard and they come out every game and give it their all. Yeah. Earlier in the season. You know, there was a conversation about, well, Nebraska's offense scored 42 and the defense gave up 45, but today that kind of reverses. How do you how do you talk to a defense that fought its guts out, but, but ultimately was on the field for 37 minutes because the offense couldn't hold on? Yeah, you don't have to talk to them because we, we talk, we're a family, we're not going to point fingers. So we, I don't have to talk to them because I know where they're thinking. They're thinking like this, we got to hold them. And the offense is thinking like this, we got to score 16 points. So they, we don't, we're not gonna, we're not, we don't blame the fact, we don't put, play the pointy game. We're a family. We're gonna stick together and we're gonna fight through this. Anything else for coach? Thank you. All right, that is Mickey Joseph there at the press conference. Some stuff that I want to unpack when we return. We will do so on the other side here on Bigger Road Reaction. By the way, Michigan gets down. They. <laughs> We'll have to unpack that too, Robbie. But they, either way, they have the lead, nineteen to seventeen, with nine seconds left. Yeah, they got some uh, very advantageous calls that last yeah, drive. Yeah, that was uh, that was uh, pretty pretty interesting. All right, uh, more to come. Four zero two nine five one sixteen twenty. Give us a call right now if you'd like to get in line here on Bigger Over Reaction. Brought to you by Burton. When your plumbing's hurting, just call Burton. Also brought to you by Equitable Bank. We take banking personally. And brought to you by Coors Light, keeping Nebraska chill. I'm Josh Peterson. He's Robbie Lula. Chance Oliver, our producer today. It is Bigger at Overreaction right here on 1620 The Zone. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.